time to protect the den. Bryce Larson takes you inside the latest news and notes regarding Wolverine Athletics on ESPN 960 and online at ESPN960sports.com. Welcome back into Valley Sports Talk here on ESPN 960. Appreciate you tuning in right here on the home of the Wolverines. We're going to get into it with Dan Nielsen here in this segment. And before we do, I want to tell you about our friends at Odeon Menswear. We uh, gave away a couple of suits courtesy of Odeon Menswear, a men's suit bundle that was valued at 600 bucks. a youth suit bundle that was valued at 250 bucks. But if you missed out on the action, don't worry. Odeon Menswear is still going to hook you up. So make sure you check them out. OdeonMenswear.com, O-D-I-O-N, menswear.com, or one of their four locations across the Wasatch Front as well. They have plenty of deals to be able to hook you up. Make sure you give them a call or head over to their website, odeonmenswear.com. You can also head into any one of their four locations across the Wasatch Front. Appreciate them for being a proud sponsor of ESPN 960 and Valley Sports Talk as well. Check them out at odeonmenswear.com. Utah Valley women's basketball getting into conference action this upcoming week. Starting Thursday on the road at Cal Baptist, and then they'll be on the road on Saturday as well against an in-state foe in southern Utah. We have the head coach of the Utah Valley women's basketball team on the line. Dan Nielsen always joins us every single Tuesday here on the program and the home of the Wolverines ESPN 960 as well. Dan, appreciate you hopping on once again. How did everything go with uh, the weekend for you? Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, Happy New Year. You know, it was good. Little little weird last week not having a game, so a lot lot of practice. Weekend was good. Now we're ready to get rolling. Yeah, that was a very interesting week that you that you had with that overtime win. Now it's been a while since the team has stepped out onto the court. How do you make sure this team doesn't get rusty? The time off doesn't actually end up affecting you negatively. How do you make sure the team's ready to go when you step back out on the court for your next game on Thursday? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's definitely been a concern of ours. Um, you know, it'll have been about two weeks since our last game, so we've tried to spend a lot of time in practice, uh, getting as much uh, live action, trying to create some competitive situations have our practice guys in here, done a little scrimmaging against them. And, um, you know, I've been reffing some, so it's been, it's been pretty bad reffing. So we're ready for that. <laughs> um, but, but no, yeah, it's definitely concerned, but luckily for us, you know, Cal Baptist will have had the same break we did. They didn't have a game this last week. So maybe we'll both be a little rusty, but we've been trying to replicate as many competitive situations in practice. And hopefully that'll, that'll keep us ready and sharp. And when we look at the team coming out of non-conference play, heading into conference play, this is a good time to reflect back on non-conference play and kind of, you know, almost like a mid-season check-in on on where your team's at. So give us a little bit of a state of the program. What have you liked from your team thus far throughout the season? And what do you think you need to improve on, especially heading into conference play this upcoming week? Yeah, you're spot on. We've definitely used the last couple of weeks uh, to kind of assess where we're at, what we can do better, what we got to improve. Um, you know, I love what we've done defensively. I think for the most part, we we really uh, made people have to work to score. Um, our goal this year with our, you know, not having as much size was to turn people over and speed the game up, which we've done. We're one of the better teams in the country in creating turnovers and steals. Um, obviously, we knew rebounding was going to be an issue. 
um, and definitely struggled with that early, but feel like our last few games we've started to match people and improve. Uh, Sam Houston was a great example. They're a really good rebounding team, and we were able to match their effort. Um, you know, I think a couple of the, the biggest things we got to improve on is we've got to be more consistent shooting the ball. Obviously, you see when we shoot the ball at a, a decent rate, like I know we're capable of, those are the games we're winning. When we don't, we've struggled. Um, and especially free throws. We shoot a ton of free throws now. You know, I think there's two games in particular we would have won um, had we, we made free throws where we're doing a great job getting to the line, uh, but we got to knock them down at a higher rate, and uh, our record would be even better than it is if we did that. So I think if we can do that, and then we've got a couple other, you know, we're working on different lineups, uh, being ready for conference if we want to play big, want to play small, so we've definitely spent some time on that. But I think if we can continue to, to build our confidence and shoot and score in the ball and keep our since we're at that, I think we're going to be really competitive in our league and and be able to give some people some problems. Our weekly guest, Dan Nielsen, head coach of the Utah Valley women's basketball team, joins us here on Valley Sports Talk every single Tuesday at 8.45 for his regular hit as we talk some Utah Valley women's basketball here on the home of the Wolverines, ESPN 960. Dan, let's talk a little bit about the conference, the Western Athletic Conference, and the way that uh, the, the conference has decided to go towards the WAC resume seating system uh, as well. I don't think I've gotten your thoughts on this. Give me your thoughts just overall on the resume seating system and the way that the conference is set up down the stretch. Of course, this is just for seating purposes in the tournament only versus, you know, going, you know, the tr- more traditional way of other conferences and going off based off your record as well. So tell me what you like about it, maybe what you don't like about it and how your feelings are about this whack resume seating system. Yeah, you know, the thing I do like about it and appreciate about it is our, our conference is thinking outside of the box and trying to do some different things to get to get the conference some more attention, which I think it's done. I think that's positive, but I think like everything, um, you know, anything new that you try, whether it be within the game and the rules or the way we're handling, you know, our seating, I think you got to kind of continually reassess and make sure it's accomplishing what you want it to. Um, you know, I was all for giving it a try. And obviously, you know, they've continued to vote to do it. I was, I was a little frustrated last year, you know, the fact that both our men's and women's champions, you know, our, our men at UVU and then the SUU women who won it last year, neither of which have the number one seed, which I, I don't think is right. Um, you know, I'd much rather, I think, seed it based on what you do in conference. It is a conference tournament based on that. And I think, uh, all the other resume stuff that comes into, into context, I think is taken in by the NCAA when it goes to the NCAA tournament or the, the WNIT or any of that stuff. So I'd probably rather go back to just what you do in conference is all that matters. Um, but, you know, uh, you only control what you can control. And so we'll do our best to get the best record we can and win some games. And uh, if I had the time to figure out the whole algorithm, I'd do it and try and game the system there. Um, but, you know, we'll see where we land at the end. Um, the one thing, you know, we, we do know is make the tournament based on your finish in conference. And then once you're in the tournament, they seed you based on, on their their ranking system um so you know we'll see how it goes this year but i do think if this year we end up with a similar situation to last year i think it's probably something to talk about maybe tweak a little bit where we can still uh try and do what's best for the conference but also reward people for what they've done in league play so we'll kind of see where that balance comes out to how much input are you able to give the Western Athletic Conference as a head coach in the conference when it comes to things like that? Do they allow you to vote on those things, or is it strictly like an athletic director level type of of of, of thing? 
Yeah, you know, as coaches, they get our opinions on on those things, and obviously, we talk to Jared Sumption, our athletic director, and give him kind of our thoughts. But there's no question that's an athletic director and a president. Uh, you know, the presidents of each school um, uh, making those decisions. We give our input, but obviously, ultimately, they're going to make that decision um, based on uh, a lot of what our conference office is is telling them and giving them info. So, you know, it's a balance of different opinions. I'm sure coaches have one thought, and the conference has another thought, and the presidents have another one. So. You know, it's just about luck. We're lucky here at UVU, President Tuminez and, and Jared Sumption really value what, what we say as coaches, and we try and come together and come up with the best thing, uh, you know, for Utah Valley and try and vote that way. But obviously different schools have different priorities. So you kind of see, see where those things land, and that's one of those things where you give your opinion, but in the, at the end of the day, our big focus is, is trying to, you know, win conference games and give ourselves a chance to get into the tournament and, and then go from there. All right, very interesting stuff. Let's talk a little bit about that game with Cal Baptist coming up on Thursday in Riverside, 7 p.m. Mountain Time tip. It's your third conference game of the season. Had those two earlier ones. Let's talk a little bit about the the scouting report on Cal Baptist. Tell us what you know about uh, going to Riverside and, and what you expect from Cal Baptist when you head on the road on Thursday. Yeah, definitely going to be a, a big game for us. You know, Cal Baptist had a really good preseason. Uh, I think they're coming in ten and one or nine and two um, with some with some solid wins. They've had some close wins, um, but they're playing well. You know, like they always do. Coach Olson does a really nice job down there. So big game for us. The way we start, I think, is going to be important. Setting the tone early defensively. They they're good in transition. They they shoot a lot of threes. They're not shooting it quite as well as they have in the past. But still very capable. So we got to get out to a good start. You know, we played them at home last year. We had a good game with them, and I thought we we started well. We didn't finish quite as well. And that's got to try and kind of replicate that and chop the game up a little bit. We don't want it to be a, a track meet. They they would prefer that. So we've got to do a good job in our transition defense and, and uh, be patient offensively, get the ball rotated several times so they can get some paint touches and hopefully create some of the shots we've been starting to hit and, and let our post players uh, be involved with rebounding and posting up as well. So, um, definitely going to be going to be a tough game, but uh, I'm excited. You know, get back out on the court, get get some games going again, and hopefully get headed in the right direction in the conference standing. And the last time we talked as well, Dan, this was last week Thursday. We talked a little bit about SUU. You mentioned that you've already scouted SUU, so that Friday when it comes around after that uh, Thursday night game with Cal Baptist, Friday's more of just a refresher for SUU. Tell us what you know about the Thunderbirds and what to expect as you go. Uh, and, and that's going to be a tough road game as well. SUU, great team last year, made the NCAA tournament. Tell us what you expect from SUU this upcoming year. Yeah, we're, we're definitely coming out with an interesting road trip here with between Cal Baptist and then having to come all the way back to Utah and get down to Cedar. Um, you know, their record isn't great right now, SUU, but they've played a really good preseason schedule. I think they're a much better team than their record indicates. Uh, Coach Sanders down there does a fantastic job. Um, they, they lost a couple good players, but they replaced them with some new young players. Um, always very disciplined in what they run. They don't change a lot, um, but, but they're very good at what they do. Um, a lot of ball screen offense, um, a lot of inside out. They use their post players well. Um, and then defensively, they're always tough. They rebound well. They're going to be physical. And then obviously, like you said, uh, beating them down there is tough. I think a couple of years ago, we got, we got that done and, felt pretty pretty happy with that win so it's definitely going to be a tough week but i think if we can we can uh just take it day by day start with that cal baptist game get a good result um and build on that for suu then we've got two home games next week so 
just trying to, you know, in the conference season, you're trying to build out your weeks and trying to get those results and, and uh, build a little momentum as you get going and really take advantage. Uh, if you can get some on the road and then take advantage at home and put yourself in a, a good position there. So definitely a tough week, but excited to get these two games going. All right, Coach, before we let you go, final question for you. I know that uh, you don't you normally have a lot of time to do a lot of things outside coaching and, and, and whatnot, but I uh, want to know if you're a big football fan, if you're able to catch some of the games over the weekend. Oh, absolutely. You know, I uh, I grew up in Austin, so big Texas fan, so I was a little disappointed to see the, the ending last night. But obviously, you know, college football, football for me is enjoyable because I don't know enough about it to analyze it. I just watch it like a, a, any other fan. So uh, love watching that. Really wish uh, Texas would have pulled it out. And then uh, the other thing I've gotten into, everybody, my staff makes fun of me, is I've become a big soccer guy. I watch a uh, big fan of Tottenham Hotspur, so always make them listen to me uh, talk about that, get up early and watch those games on the weekend. So, you know, I'm still a sports fan, so got to find time to watch some stuff maybe I don't know as much about. There we go. Hey, looks like we're going to have to get some more analysis from you coming up here in the future. Appreciate you always hopping on with us. Good luck this upcoming week, Coach. Hey, thanks, Bryce. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. All right, that was Dan Nielsen, head coach of the Utah Valley women's basketball team right here on the home of the Wolverines, ESPN 960 and Valley Sports Talk. Dan jumps on with us every single Tuesday at 8.45 a.m. for his coach's show. Always appreciate him hopping on. Always a great interview and great insight. Loved what he had to say about the WAC resume seating system, the way that it works. Get some more insight into that. As always, it's really an interesting thing, that WAC resume seating system with uh, bringing in Ken Palm to be able to put that together. Obviously, doesn't use Ken Palm's algorithm, but he is the one that created the resume seating system for the Western Athletic Conference. We've had him on to talk about it uh, in depth as well, and uh, he was very, very awesome, very genuine when Ken Palm jumped on with us to chat about that. So if you're curious to learn a little bit more about the Western Athletic Conference seating system. And if you don't even know what we're talking about here, just go over to the Valley Sports Talk with Bryce Larson podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and search Ken Palm or Ken Pomeroy. It'll pull it up. Listen to that. He goes very in-depth on how he created it, the tweaks that they changed from last year to this year, because they did change it up. And they've made it a little bit more simple this year as well. Because the each team's going to play all the other teams twice, it makes it very easy. You're going to be able to tell where you're at in conference play. They've made each game count in conference play the, this, for the same amount, so you can kind of gauge where you'll be at if you win or lose, whereas last year you really couldn't do that. A lot of fantastic stuff from Ken Pomeroy as well. So if you missed out on that, search it up on the Valley Sports Talk with Bryce Larson podcast, and he explains it very in-depth. Always appreciate Dan for sharing his opinions on that as well and letting us know a little bit more of a coach's role when it comes to that whack resume seating system because it affects them so much. Like you mentioned last year, look, SUU on the women's side, Utah Valley on the men's side, were the number one teams in conference play throughout the regular season. Neither one of them were the number one seeds going into that tournament. So it really does matter when it comes down to it at the end of the year. We'll take a break here. Coming up on the other side, that's the end of Hour 1. Start of Hour 2, we're going to get into some National Football League talk. The Lions and Cowboys, the ending of that game was absolutely spectacular. And uh, some people were not too happy. 
Lions fans, the whole Lions organization. We'll get into that and talk a little bit about it, break it down. Jaron Hall made his start for the Minnesota Vikings. Didn't last very long. We'll talk a little bit about that as well in the future for the young rookie out of BYU. That and more coming up right around the corner here on Valley Sports Talk and ESPN 960.